you're right. Helicopter, helicopter. It's Jonathan Prince. <laughs> Together we are. We are brutally honest. Big up. How are you, slick, mate? Slick, mate. I'm just, I'm really happy. I'm going to just crack on with my song because Go I'm so it. happy. The sun is shining. The sky is blue. I'm off to meet my boy. I am happy. Can I fit? Oh yeah, you know I like my soaker in the sunshine. So, <laughs> soaker sunshine time. Soaker time with chandelier. Oh mate. In the morning, in the evening, in the morning, in the evening, in the morning, in the evening. You can't beat soaker the, music, man. This the, weather, the, you just the, cannot beat the soaker music. Can't do it. Can't do it. Forget all that. Mm. I've been listening to um, a lot of Irish kind of grime and hip hop this week, just because. My little cousin's going, listen to this, it's really great. It's not, it's just a lot of angry, young, black and white Irish people singing songs about oppression in the ghetto. I'm like, in the ghetto? You're in the farm, mate. It's a farm. What's, why the cows give you a time? I feel like I'm getting, I must be getting old, man, because now, I remember when I was a kid, I used to listen to hip hop and stuff, and people used to say it was like promoting bad stuff, and that it shouldn't be out there and whatever. But now I do feel a little bit, I mean, some of the grime tunes and that are melodical and whatever, but... I don't know, man. Too many kids on the street getting stabbed and robbed and stuff. Like yes. it's in the culture, and like I don't know, man. I can't really. What culture is it? I not, no, I mean not... it's, it's in that that grime culture, that trap culture. Do you know what I mean? And Soka, you got it with Soka. Soka, someone should fight. You go. I'm going to stab you with my big knife because eh, eh, you'll be looking at my wife. Eh, eh, eh. You understand? You can't get angry to Soka music, mate. It's not. It's not. It's a good. Book. Find me a soaker tune, put the comments in the box, let me know. But exactly. So what was your track, man? I didn't I didn't catch what Happy. it was called. By By Chandelier. Chandelier. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Nice tune. Happy tune. Upbeat. Life on the on, on, my brain is going back to being in Grenada on the beach with my rum punch. Being told, stop drinking, you're drunk, it's ten o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh sad. I've said I was jet lagged, but I've been here like three weeks at that stage. <laughs> um, as you've mentioned, the uh, Caribbean, man, I've got to put a big shout out there to all Vincentians. So that's anyone who comes from the island of St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Um, they have had their volcano blow. Sorry, I've got something in my eye. Their volcano yeah. blew uh, on. So today we are on Saturday, the 17th of um, September. Their volcano blew on. No, what do you mean September? Where am I going with? Hey, we're time traveling. We do it to me. You know, lockdowns are fixing with cars. <laughs> we're having a tough time adjusting. <laughs> so today we are on Saturday, the 17th of April, 2021. And on the 9th of April, 2021, the Sufre volcano blew for the first time since 1979 and um, has been blowing intermittently since pyroclasmic flows which basically means hot lava coming down the side of the the volcanoes turn around podcast into a science program mate i just got to put it out there because i've got family out there you know and they're close to the volcano they've they've managed to get away and as far as i know everybody is safe but there is an issue with like um drinking water and uh it blew and there was a lot of ash that has come down it looked like snow um and made the roads all this comes to my track in a second but um there is a tr- actually i'll come to it now there's a track by burning spear called foggy road which um i think captures or at Mate, least that's really inappropriate foggy road and people can't see for dust well it sounds like it's in- inappropriate but um the reason why it's not inappropriate is because i want to give you the lyrics of the track before i play the track right the lyrics of the track are my way is long but the road is foggy my way is so long so long but the road is foggy foggy my head never swells, my heart never leaps, I never have no fear from within. Even though the road is so foggy, I can hardly see. Jaja, be my eyesight, be with I Jaja, 
be with I, right? And the lyric that I think is most pertinent because um, some of the people can't be evacuated from the island. And the reason why is because they haven't had the vaccine. So some of the cruise ships have said, we won't take you on our ship because you haven't had the vaccine. Now, these people have not had an opportunity to have the vaccine. And if they have had the vaccine, they have to wait a few days for it to kick in before they can get on the boat. My point being, right, people are talking of vaccine passports, not realising the real and the raw of it is, it's not just in our country that that will um, segregate and make, what's the point, discriminate against those who haven't had a chance. There is a volcano, yeah. I see videos of people walking away from the volcano, yeah, from where they live to try and get to somewhere of safety. Walking, they haven't got a car. You understand? Like walking in the fog. So it says here in this track, they and them hate I, they and them does fight against I. Some of them judge I wrongfully, but never mind my brother, I will go on. This is the track. Yes. And I'll put the link in the comments, man. Please check it out because especially this version, which I'd not previously heard, to be fair, um, Studio One version uh, and very, very solemn in the way that it's delivered. And I feel and hope that the inhabitants of St. Vincent, not only do they get help, but they have the um, the energy that the, that Burning Spear has in that song to carry on, even though others are hating against you for absolutely no reason, wrongfully hating against you, maybe because you haven't had a vaccine, you can't get off an island where there's a volcano, like actually blowing lava. It's a madness. But hang on, if you was on a cruise ship, right, and you paid your $3,000 for one week around the Caribbean, do you want people getting on with you who are fleeing somewhere and it could be contaminated. They could have the COVID. I mean, what kind of human are you, man? For me, if there's a volcano blowing, it's not like it's their fault that the volcano's blowing. It's not like it's their yeah, fault. Yeah, but do you want them vaccine. to bring on a disease onto the ship that you're on that you've paid your dollars for? Work some out. Drop me off. Them. Drop me off in St. Thomas or something, bruv. Drop me off somewhere else. Then pick the people up, put them in quarantine. Do you know what I mean? We're Thanks. human beings, man. We're much better than that. Hang on. We're better I like the fact you said drop me off in St. Thomas, one of the richest islands in the <laughs> I was just thinking somewhere close, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'll tell you why, because from experience, I was working on a cruise ship when a uh, uh, Haiti earthquake happened, and we were going to go, and we, we were thinking, well, we're going to dock and help, but they were like, nah. Well, what do you mean now? We've got all this food, got all this opulence, we can even just drop off the food, not pick anyone up. They went, no, it's just too complicated. What? To save lives? This is, we're talking the same thing. We're talking, I probably, maybe I don't understand it enough, but we're talking the same thing. And all I can say is there is a GoFundMe link in the comments down here, um, which is uh, sponsored by the government. So it's definitely not anything dodgy. I know that it's for real. Um, and the um, commissioner of of St. Vincent has, has provided this link to me from me contacting them. Um, so please, if you can spare like a penny please just send it to them so they can have water. So to explain that now, I want to make this whole podcast about this, but um, to explain... Mate, is this your Bob Geldorf moment? No, nah, man, I've like... just got to explain. When no, a volcano no. blows, there's enough ash comes down. You can't okay. put tarpaulin over your water supply if that's like a canal or a lake or something. That ash will then contaminate your water supply. Therefore, you have nothing to drink or bathe in. So just to get water 
to them for beds for the people in the shelters it is a caribbean island so a lot of the shelters are schools those schools being a caribbean island are very well ventilated you can't sit in a school like built like it would be in england or shut off but because it's well ventilated the ash gets in so i'm just saying it's a, it's a terrible time for the people um inhabitants of st vincent and uh if you can spare a a second to even if you haven't got any money fire positive thoughts their way and hope that all that positivity can come on a on a wave do you know what i mean but um yeah is it a british territory i'm not sure if they've got independence i don't think they have got independence so yes it would be a british territory um the queen put out a message this week so i'd imagine that it is um but yeah at the moment man they just need like the basics like basic basic stuff Food, water, nappies. It's again, it's that Eurocentric view, isn't it? I was, um, I went to uh, Grenada after the hurricane, and uh, the, everything was blown to pieces, right? And uh, the ship still docked, and we went around, and like you, you saw the, the, the sports stadium just flat, flat like a pancake, right? And everyone's houses got blown away, and um, we was driving up around um, towards Sortez up in the north, and uh, come across this guy. He had a, a little cage with a little monkey in it. And the passengers were just fascinated with it and said to the driver, stop, stop. And they stopped and got out. The man just had like some pots and pans, a sheet of towel in, and his cage with a monkey in it. That's what he had. And they said, it's really cruel to get the monkey in the cage. And the driver said, yeah, but, you know, people keep them as pets and that. And he goes, uh, they said, no, we should set the monkey free. Right, you know? And the driver said to the guy, how much to buy your monkey? And the man said, give me $50. So the passengers had a collection and gave the man $50. He opened the cage. Monkey weren't moving. And the driver was going to the passengers. The monkey's getting fed and watered, right? The monkey ain't going back in it, right? Why do you care more about the monkey than you do about the man sitting next to it? You see it there. You're the seat. Exactly. But, but the British government did give a lot of blue tarpaulin sheets. So from the air, it looked like they were like swimming pools. What are you meant to do with a piece of plastic? It's crazy. I fully believe, right, that like... Um, St Vincent will get through this I fully believe that like the people are strong they're clever like you know but also they need help can't we can't do this on it's a volcano you know what I mean but on a more positive note just throwing it out there quickly I heard like a um a quote recently quote of the week right so the quote is <laughs> by uh, Marcus Garvey right um and it is if you haven't confidence in self you are twice defeated in the race of life with confidence you have won even before you have started. Wow. Just putting that out there. So have confidence in yourself, peeps. I went to um, Montserrat after the volcano erupted as well. Man, I'm like, it must be me. I must be causing devastation everywhere I go. Yeah, we went and it was, oh, mate, it was just devastation. Just people don't understand. When a volcano goes up, it's not like you can stand and watch it and lovely red... Stuff comes out, and Pierce Brosnan says, "Get in the car!" and out drives it. <laughs> it. That's not what happens. It blows. It blows mud, trees, water, everything. And when you get water mixed with mud and volcanic rock, you get serious concrete. And it yeah, exactly. Decades. So this serious decades. concrete is on people's roofs. The roofs are often made out of um, this like metal. I can't remember what they call it. I can't remember what they call it. But there's what like, corrugated iron sheets. Yeah, aluminium. Yeah, like an. Well, for any of your American friends, aluminum. 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 But Montserrat, right? 20 years on, well, 25 years on, 
those people they, they still don't build their houses back. It's hard. It's hard. Um, but you have to understand as well that when the British, uh, the European nations, sort of Africans to these places, they didn't really kind of invest in infrastructure and think about what was going to happen to their descendants. You know, like in America, they've got like storm shelters and all that stuff. Uh, in Japan, they build buildings where they kind of vibrate when there's an earthquake. But if you're living in a hut made out of aluminum, 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 um, yeah, get this, mate, you've got nothing. This is it. Look at you bringing a say I started off with so No, 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 no. What I was going to say as well there is Montserrat, yeah, you just made me think. Did you know that Montserrat is the only place outside of Ireland where St. Patrick's Day is a national holiday? I thought it was in Jamaica as well. I don't think so. But Montserrat's like got big connections with Ireland. I don't yeah, really yeah. understand. Emerald Island, they used to call it. Right, okay. Yeah. And in fact, I, I don't know if it's true or not, it's a great story. You know, in Ireland, you have the Catholics and the Protestants, and the Protestants always maintain they've got a, a right to be there, and they will not move. They see it as an affront to their loyalism to be even asked to consider moving. Um, well, the Irish in Montserrat, they said their descendants are obviously, you know, you've got some Catholics and some Protestants. And one of the last men to leave, uh, is it Soufrier Suf- the Hills? I think it's called Soufrier, Suf- Suf- something like that. Well, that's funny, because that's uh, the same name as St. Vincent's Volcano, yeah. Soufrier. Patrick um, Patrick Murphy or something like that, descended, descended from an orange man. Like, I'm not moving from this mountain. So it's that kind of history in it. Lots of lots of uh, islands in the Caribbean have the same names because they've just got lazy. You run out of European cool names after a while. Call it after a king, a queen, an earl, or a town in the UK. And then after that... It's raw, man, because you're, you're absolutely true with that. You're absolutely true. I just want to put some out there, right? Um, put it out. Go on. I, I am like happily uh, in a lovely, loving relationship. I'm all good, right? But like, one thing I realised the other day, if I'd have known when I was younger what I do now, yeah, basically baking gets the pom pom, bruv. Like baking gets the pom pom. If I'd have known that when I was younger, yeah, I might have been going in the club with like a sourdough loaf. You get me? Just like all like yeah. this on my hand, just walking around the club with yeah. a freshly baked loaf, all the gallon like. <laughs> Just looking for the fresh loaf smell. You get me? Yeah, but women, they don't like the smell of yeast on your fingers, man. That makes them think they've got like, some kind of infection. <laughs> I don't know, man. You got me thinking then. My first thought then was, does all yeast smell the same? Where did you get that? Hey, from me. Who you been there? We don't know no lies. What is what is No, I'm just saying, metaphorically yeah, speaking. What, what do you want to know now? If I was younger, if I was younger, then like I'd be baking. Do you get me? Like I don't know. This wasn't even a setup, but like baking, right? Okay. Um So what's that? Some kind of sourdough loaf. Actually, sourdough. Like, but yeah, I just think like all the all the kids in that. When I was a kid, I used to think, yeah, really? wear these, wear the best clothes, or try and wear the best clothes you can, wear the right aftershave if you can. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whatever it was, be yourself. All these different things in that. But ultimately, it could have just been about the bread. So I was just all about finding the ones that look vulnerable. That was it. <laughs> you can't be saying them things. <laughs> if anyone is affected by any of my comments, get over it. 
So what did you make? Sourdough bread and that was it. And you've got the goodies just for some sourdough bread. Is that the exchange right now? Is that the exchange rate? <laughs> it's just like, we're, we're in the... <laughs> Basically, I'm accusing your mistress of, you, of being on the game. You've, to- you've, you've, totally, you've totally taken this to somewhere that I wasn't I wasn't planning on taking it. So um... I, want, I want donuts for this poop-poop. This poop-poop is more than sourdough bread. Terrible. You can't get me. I want dumplings. <laughs> you are terrible. Talking of, though, right? My missus and I, yeah, in the yard, we have, we just happen to have, it's not no posh thing, we just happen to have separate bathrooms. Right? Just one of them things. That was your stinky poo, man. Right, get over it, yeah. So (laughs) we have separate bathrooms. But she reckons, yeah, that she can tell when I've been in her bathroom. And the reason that she reckons she can tell is because apparently I rip the toilet paper differently to her. Mate, first of all, I can't believe you've got segregation in your house, mate. Is this. 2021 in St. Albans, coloreds and whites. That's wrong, God. That is not happening on my... You swap them bathrooms around right now. Get out, get out of here now. I'm going to say, this could take more than a loaf of bread, love, to make this right. So you got your own bathroom, as you've got the same amenities, though. You've got the where same it came footage. from, yeah. It's quite a funny story, actually. Basically, where it came from is that when I moved in the yard, um, there was like an ensuite. It was busted. There'd been a leak and stuff. So I resorted. Got some hot eyes sorted it. That's your, you. Someone else... <laughs> Came in. That's an almond. That's it. Right. I've got a chap in. And then um, I didn't, obviously at that time, I didn't live with my missus, but like I'd get up and go out of the room to the other bathroom to use the toilet, like middle of the night or whatever, yeah? Because I'd never had an ensuite. So I kept forgetting that I had an ensuite and I couldn't get used to the fact that there was one there. So I never used it. It just grew dust, you know what I mean, basically. Yeah. Um, so when my missus moved in, she used the ensuite because I never used it. It's simple as that. But yeah, long and short, apparently, I ripped the toilet paper differently to her. Like I'm some kind of savage, like tearing it like which a child. Do you, like, do you roll it paper towards you or towards the wall? It's not on a, It's not on the wall. It's like... Well, it's just lying on the floor, like you kick it around. Like an <laughs> it's just on the floor. What's the matter with you? No, it's there's, a piece, there's a place for it on the side, right? Newspaper. But, it's like it's like I'm like I'm some kind of savage, like a child with a Christmas present or something at the toilet paper. It's like some Miss Marple thing, isn't it? Or no, toilet paper is a bit. When I was at college, there was uh, seven of us in the house, and there was basically me and six girls, and they were always arguing about toilet paper because they like women like to fill up the toilet so you can't ever splash, right? And then you just think, oh my god, they do like silent peas. Then um, I went home for two weeks for Easter. When I went back up there. Go to the bathroom, ain't no toilet paper. So I said to a couple of them, well, why ain't there no toilet paper? They said, oh, no, we're getting our own now, keeping it in our rooms. What? So I said, look, I'll buy the toilet paper for the house. Just This is savagery. Before Next stop, we're going to be eating each other. This is just how it starts, right? Anyhow, I jokingly, because, you know, I've got mischief in me, sat down and wrote numbers on each piece of the toilet paper, then got a big piece of card, put everyone's name on it, and I said to him, what you've got to do is write down the numbers of the toilet paper sheets that you've used so we can see the next sheet. And they all hated me so much, it brought them all back together again. <laughs> I just remember one of them going, you're mental, mate. It's just, it's not, I'm not writing down. I'm not signing for sheets. A sheet for a sheet. Come on. Toilet paper, mate. Well, I didn't realise it was such a thing, man. I didn't realise it big was issue. such a thing. Mate, big problems. That's what's going to start the next world war. <laughs> could do, man. Well, you saw that's a point. Today, a year ago today, we did our first show, bruv. Wow. And look how much has changed. Isn't it? The background, get your background all changed. Mate, I've got I've got a high tech, you're just 
putting fruit, bananas, and sourdough bread. That's what's that's what's happened to you. Uh, lives have diverged. To type, may I add, Aunt Paddy's become a builder, and the, and the Buffy, the black middle class man, is making sourdough bread, and he's got his own bathroom. Where's my white privilege, Jonathan? What's going hold on? on? Hold on, hold on, Put hold it on. in that box. Where's my white privilege? That's what hold I want on. to know. Oh, you actually brought some up there, Buppy. Right? Go on. No, no, right? Go on. I've never heard that I'll term. That in. I've never heard that, that, that before. That's like a, a black yuppie. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Reclaiming actually, the words. That's actually tickled me. But I was talking to someone about this the other day, right? Um, right. To me, and what I'm about to say, I, I believe 100%. To me, class, yeah, class, the class system, does not affect, did I say this in the last show, but does not affect, like, black people or foreigners yeah the reason why i believe this yeah is because someone could say to me that for example because you're educated and because this this and this you apparently sit in middle class right yeah. and ex- accuse me of being middle class right frightful it's frightful but if i walk down the street i'm more likely to get stopped and searched than somebody else who might be so-called working class and white now, the point that I'm making is the positives and negative from the class system doesn't really affect me as a black man. Because if I was to be, for example, if I was to sit and claim most of the reasons to be middle class and I walk on the street and I get stopped and searched, a middle class white person, that's not going to happen to. That class system then is not applicable to me. Positive or when negative. When was the last time you got stopped and searched? Um, last time I was at a festival. When was that? Like nineteen eighty-eight. I mean, before lockdown. No, nah, not nineteen eighty-eight. Like, <laughs> how, how long ago was it that you got stopped in search? I mean, before lockdown. So maybe about. You can't remember. It never happens. You probably got stopped within last... the last two years. Within the last two years. You got stopped in search. Well, not search. I got stopped. My point being, basically, yeah. that the class system. So, for example, let's say you were a Russian man, yeah, and you come to England and you're like, you got enough money or whatever, and your money and everything else, your education puts you in a class apparently of such and such and then you go into a shop and you talk how you talk and some little you will look at you like could look at you like oh who's that idiot and whatever and whatever do you understand what i'm saying because you have a russian accent or whatever yeah, but you're confusing class and wealth but what i'm saying is that russian person cannot then be in the class system in the uk you understand what i'm saying because they're russian right so i don't feel like the class system affects me i can't i don't feel like i can sit in a class like i'm like, oh, right, I'm middle class and I get all these benefits of being middle class or I'm this and I get all, whatever. I don't feel like I fit into why, a class. Why are you ashamed of it? What I'm is not it? ashamed of it. it. I just don't feel like Impressive. I fit. When you're, when you're in your separate toilet this afternoon, eating your sourdough bread, right? <laughs> in the toilet? Don't you, in the toilet, eating your sourdough bread. Say, my people, we are really struggling. Um, and no, you might not... shout out to your missus and go, should we get some couscous for tea? <laughs> and avocado for chance? But this is my point, yeah. What embrace makes, it. Embrace it. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't, it doesn't, that's what I'm saying. People can say that, but it doesn't affect me because if I go on road, I'm more likely to be looked upon, or if I go in Harris, I'm more likely to be looked upon suspiciously. The things that come with that class system as a positive or a oh. negative don't affect me. So for so. example, I could walk down the street or I could go to a football game and be wearing like, whatever. I'm still like, People would already be... you start thinking I could be wearing like my boots and a suede jacket. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be really nice. <laughs> but some of my jollipers from my hamstrings. So stirrup, a top hat. I could be wearing a top hat. <laughs> they stopped me because I'm not allowed to have stirrups in the place. So it's David Lammy. It's David Lammy, middle class. 
I don't think I personally don't see that we 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 we've not been allowed in the class system is what I'm basically saying. So it don't affect me, right? Okay, for example, there was a thing about a doctor, and when the doctor's wearing his his uniform and that, and he comes out of um middle middle of the the pandemic last year, he was on the news. When he comes out of his uniform or when he's in his uniform, everyone treats him with so much respect. But when he goes out in his joggers and his hoodie. People look at him dodgy, mate. Like he's dodgy. You understand? Straight up. I just wear joggers and a hoodie if he's a doctor. What's he trying to say? That's what I'm saying. Why can't you wear joggers and a hoodie if you were a middle class white man? You could wear joggers. Everything that comes with being associated with being a rough man, you're complaining. What do you mean? Sorry. So if he was getting his joggers and hoodies looking like he's a road man, then that's how you This is my point, yeah. If, If somebody middle class and white goes out in joggers and a hoodie, would you consider them looking like a road man? It's rhetorical because you wouldn't. You understand what I'm saying? We could be wearing the same joggers and hoodie, bruv. The same ones. Literally the same design. I couldn't afford designer gear that you wear. No, but... <laughs> but you know what? I, I'll be wearing like the Woolworths version. But you know what I'm saying. Adidas. Noki. One of them snide ones. When I was at you, it was NAFCO, NAFCO 64, I think it was. All I'm saying is, it, I don't feel say that I sit in a class system. We're going to do a whole podcast just dedicated to whether or not there is a black middle class. We could do that. I'm and not just talking black people. now. I'm talking everyone who is considered a foreigner. In the, look, yeah, I was born in England, yeah, but I know that people would look upon me and consider me a foreigner if they don't necessarily know that I was born in. Not everybody. Certain people would look upon me and say, "Oh, well, even though you're black, you know where, where you really from." You understand what I'm saying? So look. I don't feel so. Anyone in that environment, personally, I don't feel so that we sit in a class system because we don't get to experience the good or the bad. It's just we're preceded by wherever we apparently come from. Hmm. That's I would hard. Let's get people to put some questions in the box and then we can answer them. Do it, man. Um, I've got to talk to you about this program, yeah? There was a program oh. on the other day called tiger kings of the uk so there is a program at the beginning of the lockdown called the tiger yeah. king talking about this yeah. dude in america who had enough tigers everyone was like that's crazy again looking at america kind of with laughing at them as if to say you're crazy but ross kemp has been going around the uk visiting and meeting people who have bears bears mate yeah pumas yeah. lions tigers right strangely one of the things that all the owners had in common was that they felt that they were saving the cats from extinction as yep. the wild numbers are depleting due to poachers. Couldn't help but think, where do they think they're getting their animals from? I mean, if they trace back the lineage of any of the animals that they've got, like you'd be stood in the wild somewhere. Why would you want to own a bear? It's a madness, mate. It's an absolute madness. Like, and I'm to- not, not talking like no little koala, a big bear, a proper, proper full size bear. I wouldn't mind one of them little kind of monkey things every now and again, just to borrow one, just to watch it running around and climb things. I like them. But other than that, wildlife ain't for me, man. Too many animals on the planet, too many species. We don't need that many species. I mean, like I bears. how many bears do you need? You've got grizzly bears, polar bears, koala bears. Well, how many bears do you need, for God's sake? What about, like, how many of us there are, though, as humans? Surely we're the ones. We can move on to that if you want, mate. I'm not, I'm not like, saying, like, don't people quote me about population control and whatever. I'm just saying, if we were to say there's too many species, then maybe we missed the balance of peace ourselves. Too many species. Too many humans as well. Too many. All replicate. Don't need them all. Don't need them. South America. Don't need all them countries. Just need one. (laughs) You're not going going there. (laughs) 
China, Japan, North Korea. Look, it's, what's the point? Too many people, mate. England, Scotland, Ireland, Wales. Too many. Go get, well, they've got to go. Keep well. the Irish. Get rid of the rest of the UK. <laughs> get rid of the French. Keep the Italians. I like the Italians. So get rid so of so there'll Europe. be Ireland and Montserrat. There'll be Ireland, and then there'll be Italy. And then Eastern Europe. They need all the Eastern European countries. We'll keep one. Uh, we'll keep Poland, because... The Catholics eat potatoes. That works, and that will save you getting your ass kicked later. Oh, your funny friend is not so funny now, sleep on couch. <laughs> right? And there is your sour dog friend. Um, yeah, mate. Too many bears. That's what I'm saying. Too, too many, many birds. Many. You don't need doves and pigeons. Too many. All I'm saying. Lions, tigers, pumas. How many cats do you need, for God's sake? Too many. I just don't understand how... I don't know. Like a tiger. Like, I don't know, man. Wanting to keep a tiger. Do you know how big a no. tiger is? Like, tigers are like... I don't know, man. Just some. Do you know? For some reason, I actually thought you were going to tell me how big a tiger. Do you know how big a tiger is? I don't either. Is what you're saying, isn't it? No, it's just big, isn't it? Like massive. Like it's... that's why they call big cats, Jonathan. This is what I'm saying. In the they're in, they're keeping big cat. Like... How big is it going to be? Well, it's going to be big, and it's a cat. My mate used to have a snake, and he used to uh, get these frozen mice, and he used to drop it in there, and then the snake would eat the frozen mouse. Right? You yeah. thaw it out and leave it, and then the snake would eat it. And then uh, people say you might have to get some sensodyne for that snake's fangs. Thought it out. Get him him a live live mouse. You know, let him have a bit of a chase and all that. Anyway, they drop the live mouse in there. Snake's never seen one move before. Mouse is going, snake, bit it, and killed the snake. And the snake died of its injuries because the live mouse bit it. Yeah, the mouse is like, yeah, eat me. Bit through it. And uh, yeah, that was it. Snake was like, ah, isn't it? I want one of the frozen ones. You know? <laughs> yeah, for real. This fast food is literally too fast. Can't do it. Can't catch it. That's interesting, man. Yeah. And then these other ones. What's the long one? Are they adders, the long ones? And there was a there was a story on the on the news about a, a guy who he'd rung the local vet. I think John Smith, who's a comic, used to do this, to tell this story. He said, um, there's a woman, that's it. She used to wake up and the snake was in bed with her, lying next to her. And she thought it was really nice. But one of her friends said it was dangerous. And the vet said, yeah, it's dangerous. He's, he's measuring himself against you. And when he's bigger than you, he's going to eat you. There you go. So, oh, my days. Anaconda, anyway, was what you were thinking of. The point, right, when I was younger, I used to work in a place. I went out, it was like a kitchen. Uh, we went out to the, empty the bins. I was like pot washer and that. And um, there was someone looking back at me, right? And it was it was oh. it was bigger than like a dog or a, it was bigger than a big oh. dog, like bigger than like yeah. a Dalmatian sort of thing. And long and short, they were like cat size in it. So like, I'd obviously told my mates, I know what I saw. People would look at me like, oh, you're crazy to think like that anyone would have, that there'd be big cats roaming the land in the UK. I'm not, bruv. That's the point I'm making for when I saw the Ross Kemp thing. Yeah, it's easy. If one of them come out, got out. They just get out, don't they? Yeah, like. Where is it? Where is it? It's got the hippos. Is it Colombia? They've There's got probably like, hippos in the UK. For no, all no, no. In Colombia, the hippos, um, Escobar, he, used, he liked them. So he had a few on his farm. They've they've escaped and bred. And now there's hippo colonies destroying the wildlife because they're just not native to it. There we go, man. I think a hippo is a good place to end. Well, would a hippo, but can a hippo be middle class? Would a hippo get stared at walking down the street? Depends how hungry he is. Mate, it's at Auburn's anything is possible. (laughs) For real. So, yeah, you get your friends. I'm going to ask my friends about about, about black middle class. Yeah, we can talk about that, mate. I mean, again... I'm just talking for myself. I'm not talking for any anyone else. That's just how I feel about it from my experience. No, because no, no, you're wrong. Because when one black person speaks, you speak for all of them. But this is it. That's how it works. That's how it works. You speak for all of them. 
there's a bloke up in the Highlands of Scotland, some black black guy. Ah, this guy doesn't he represent he is <laughs> I love that word Dojni. Like Dojni. one of my Scottish friends was like, Dojni work. Dojni, <laughs> As if Dojni. something does not work. Dojni yeah. work. Um Brilliant. Yeah, and Disney is the other one. In Glasgow it's Disney. It Disney work. Huh? It Disney, Disney. Yeah, you Disney. might like it, but Walt Disney. Um, <laughs> anyway, on that note, it's time to go. He's John Bryan. Goes to your bathroom. He's Jonathan Prince. <laughs> Together we are. We are brutally Johnny's. Big up. Put your comments in the comments. Peace. Yeah. We don't know the lies. Resonating vibes.